0: and welcome to that's so original podcast and we are again talking to you about the center season three today we are on episode six jamie back in the classroom fuck the man i'm still gonna teach yolo you can't tell me what to do aka eric cartman south park (laughs) funny thing is now nobody wants to talk to mr b Before, all the girls after class wanted to come up to Mr. B. Oh, Mr. B, got to ask you this question. Now he dismisses class. They're out of there. So all the students leave, and he is trying to call Leela. But Leela's not having any of that, not taking his calls, and not returning any of the 50 million voicemails I think he's probably left by now.
1: We join Leela at Leela and Jamie's house. She's sitting with Harry. And she is begging him to know what Jamie did. And Harry does not hold back. He lets her know that there were seven blows to the victim's <laughs> neck, chest, and face. And Leela's, So oh, it's not an accident. Leela's oh, girl. grasping at straws here. She's like, maybe there's someone, was there someone else? Because Jamie's never had any violence or temper in my years of knowing him. But she does mention that when, when Jamie was little, he had a friend that beat him up pretty bad. But they worked it out and they took pictures together and they were everything was hunky-dory. And there was nothing wrong. He got over it very quickly. And then she goes on to say a little bit more about Jamie's past. How his mother passed away when he was young. His dad was absent. But Jamie doesn't get angry. He just blames himself. Then she drops the bomb that two years ago, Jamie was depressed. And she got frustrated and she had an affair. I knew it. Yeah, I figured it was coming. I mean, he was gaslighting the crap out of her. When he finds out about the affair, Leela says that Jamie just wanted to know what he did. He had no anger towards her and he stayed, which says a lot about Jamie. Like that his emotions are very bottled up, I guess, because most people you have an affair are going to get pretty ticked off. So
0: Harry is late to work. Oh, Harry. Apparently, according to his boss, he was supposed to be in work. Two hours ago. Tick, tick. Harry pointing at the watch on his arm. Well, Harry's like, ah, sorry about that. I'm just going to be over here doing some detecting if you need me. Sits down and Soto walks up apologizing about the whole thing with the cell phone and the trace and blah, 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 saying he was just following protocol. He didn't mean to mess up Harry's work and Harry's method of you know the way Harry works a case he was doing it to protect Harry because he didn't want Harry to get in trouble or he didn't want them finding out any information that they ended up not being able to use Harry not having any of it and I said oh it's a lover's quarrel Harry's been having those left and right (laughs) Jamie Soto
1: just a classic Harry moment back with Jamie and he's in his hotel room that he's been made to go to because Leela's done with his shit we are flashing back to college days and it is the philosophy class that Jamie and Nick were in that we the professor we had talked to earlier and Jamie is having a conversation they're talking about how we take the conversation between two humans so seriously that we challenge the awesomeness of God and Jamie says, if the conversation generates the God process. The professor says, so man creates God. And Jamie's like, well, maybe, maybe, maybe God is a creation from men. Well, then we look down the table, and there's our young, very young Nick, who is also very emo, grunge, late 90s Nick. Nice hair. Very floppy, curly hair, and the biggest dang nose I've ever seen. I don't know what's happening because Christmas Cena does not have a big nose, but this actor looks like him ish sounds like yeah i mean other than the nose but he sounds like him to a t like dead on delivery yep. could not be better casting the, i don't know if he studied his in different shows he's been on or what but it's fantastic and then the actor that plays jamie is great too because he's got these beautiful soulful eye, eyes just like matt boomer and i looked them up because i had to find out the actor that plays young Nick is named Ryan Stiffelman, known from such shows as Dungeons and Derek. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was like his only IMDb credits.
0: I'm sure it's a fine it's show. Sure. It's a show.
1: And by looking at his pictures, it looks like he had a prosthetic nose on, and I'm not sure. But, I mean, very handsome man in his IMDb <laughs> pictures. And the actor that plays young Jamie is Garrett Coffey. He had a much longer list of appearances. He's been on Major Crimes and Code Black, some like CBS shows. So he's been around a bit, but they are fantastic in these parts. Anywho, back to this conversation. Jamie is questioned by his professor and he's feeling crappy because he's thinking one way, his professor's kind of making him look stupid. So Nick steps in and says, can God create a rock he can't lift? If you answer yes, then God is not all powerful. If you answer no, God is not all-powerful because the very idea of an all-powerful God is a human creation and flawed because if God made a rock that he can't lift then he's not all-powerful if he couldn't create a rock or if he couldn't create a rock that he couldn't lift then he's not all-powerful
0: yeah that part I was like I was like whoa.
1: yeah it was really cool I mean I was like oh yeah so this that kind of cements little Jamie and Nick together because he's like oh you're cool you're nice to me and we think the same way we're gonna be best buds I can feel it
0: Bestie. yeah so Jamie invites Nick over to continue that conversation that I didn't understand (laughs) Nick asks about Jamie's mom and Jamie reveals that she died when he was 12 and Nick says so did your dad take over the parenting duties Jamie says Mm, yeah not so much so Nick says something kind of that to that effect about his dad that his dad wasn't super involved in his life either so not only are they connecting on that weird Nietzsche level but they both have daddy issues
1: yeah and I love it when he walk. Nick walks into Jamie's room and it's very neat and he says is your roommate pre-law anal or pre-med anal and (laughs) Just you know, just to verify, does he listen to Nickelback when he's feeling naughty? Which is just the best. Cracks me up. So we go to uh, Harry's house, and he and Sonia are looking pretty cozy. She's putting groceries away. She's getting him some grapes and some lettuce, and not some sad sugary cereal and the old man stuff he normally eats. She's
0: already wiping it up.
1: She's she's stepping it in there. She's got to make some changes because she can <laughs> fix him. <laughs> She's saying she just can't stop thinking about Leela and how she doesn't know her husband at all. And right with that, Harry says, So, how's your painting going? (laughs) I don't want to talk about this. (laughs) I don't want to, I don't, you know, for the one one time in this entire series, Harry's like, I kind of want to be a detective and keep that to myself and not talk to, you know, a witness. So, I'm going to keep (laughs) it on the down low. Sonny even calls him on it. and She says, you know, nice redirect. And then a like, little bit later, we see them kissing and cuddling on the couch. But standing outside their window, watching them like a total creep, is Jamie. I'm sure he was thinking, I thought we were dating. Why are you with that with
0: girl? We thought we were besties. <gasps> I can't believe he's cheating on me.
1: <sighs> so, So much drama between these two.
0: Another flashback with Jamie and Nick. And they are skipping break. So I guess it's Christmas break. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving Thanksgiving. break. Thanksgiving break. And they both mutually agree, let's not go home and deal with our wackadoodle families. Let's just stay at school and read about philosophy and talk about God. So sure, of course, little light reading, they break out the Nietzsche. And this is the point where we find out that Nick carved the ubermitch above Jamie's bed so that he would never forget to have courage,
1: like the cowardly lion. Nick, I mean, young Nick's got a lot of great one-lighters because he says, I'll stay here with you over Thanksgiving break because Thanksgiving is just a stupid ritual by the Cranberry Lobby. So they're going to have some nice man time. Because Jamie's family is going to the Malfi Coast for Thanksgiving, which is beautiful I've been. to in Italy. It's great. Yeah,
0: I would definitely rather hang around school and talk about Nietzsche than go there. Yeah,
1: especially in November. Hmm. Should, sure, it's awful. Okay, so the next scene, which is a really cool effect, is they we fade into a picture of J- Jamie that Sonia has done. So we go from Jamie's face into a drawing that Sonia has done of him. And... She has drawn him Yeah, that was cool. She has drawn him naked a whole bunch. Like a whole bunch. But her
0: as one does, it's Matt I know.
1: She's them. been thinking about him. But she cut co- you know, kinda covers it up Great. because her motion detectors are going off. And as she goes and looks at her camera, she sees Jamie just sexily pulling back his hood and staring up <laughs> into her camera just at the right moment that he knew she'd be looking. How many times do you think he did that? <laughs> In the hopes that she was... Waiting for her. Waiting for him. her
0: I'll <laughs> do like, it again. It. No, she didn't see me <laughs> I'll again. Do I'll do it a
1: <laughs> I smized at that camera, goddammit.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but Sonya meets him at the door. Tired, be so bad. <laughs> I know. Well, I, let's say Sonya doesn't meet him at the door because Jamie just walks right in. Because she never has her door shut or locked or anything a normal people, person would do. He just walks right into her house. And Sonia meets him with the standard greeting of a shotgun and asks, what do you want? Jamie's like, I could ask you the same thing. You're stalking my wife and fucking the te- detective that's after me. What's that about? Are you scared of me? Sonia's like, oh, yeah, kind of. Well, you're in my house <laughs> and you are been doing some weird shit. <laughs> Dug grave on my property. little freaked out. Jamie's like, well, do you think I might kill you? And she's like, well, how do you know I haven't called the police? Jamie, well, have you? And he looks at her artist's draft table, and he sees the pictures that she took him all, of him all stalkery, and he immediately recognizes his cuff jeans, and he is pissed. <laughs> He's like, "What's this?" And she's, oh, "I really wanted to see you, really see you." And he says, "You've been painting me," and this is like the weirdest lovers' quarrel ever. Sonia goes and grabs her pic- camera, and she starts to take pic- pictures of JB. For me, it was like, okay, this is proof that he was here. So when he murders me and throws me in that grave, somebody might find my camera.
0: No, it was more like a. and here's to you,
1: <laughs> Well, he's Jamie's like asking the important questions. How long have you been? Well, how long have you been seeing Harry? Hmm. Well, he worries about you. I mean, we always just talk about you. It's <laughs> no big.
0: What an ego it's boost. No biggie
1: so she says, you know, I won't show Harry these pictures because this is about you and me. And then she drops the bomb and says, hey, you want to take your clothes off? Because if I knew it was that easy, be like,
0: yeah, and he's like, sure.
1: We get this fantastic view of Matt Bomer's ass and Sonya, like all of us, says, can I come closer? She's got a nice lens on her camera, but she thinks she needs to get real close up to him and take a picture of his eyeball. And look right into his eye and take a picture. I don't
0: like eyes. I think they're creepy. It's so
1: weird. Like, I have a very similar camera. And I could have took that picture from across the room. But whatevs.
0: Well, I guess Leela finally returned a phone call from Jamie because she is meeting him. And she chose a neutral location. Although I could have done with a neutral location with a few more hundred people around just in case Jamie snaps. But Jamie says, Nick... Helped him realize that we're all living the wrong way and no one cares. And Leela's like, um, so I'm wrong. Is that what you're saying? And he's like, no, 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 no. She asks him, did you kill the man at the party? Let's not do any fluff talk here. Let's get to the real, real deal. And he says, yeah. And I said, I was like, wow, I kind of didn't expect him to be that forthcoming. But he tells her the whole thing. He was helping me and
1: he wasn't provoking he, me he was helping me
0: but he says the guy turned on him and maybe in jamie's head that is kind of what happened because he was helping him then all of a sudden said no i don't want to do this anymore i can maybe see how jamie's warped mind turned that into oh well he, start, he just turned against me and then i couldn't control it and he says i need help i need you blah 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 Lee lebron and he asks are you against me now she says no i don't know i gotta go basically i mean that's a lot to process that your husband just confessed to murders
1: she that's not even the murder that she was really worried about because she's like wasn't this whole thing started with nick's murder and she's like oh there's another one cool cool
0: Obviously, she needs some space, some time to think and to get like really, really far away from the murderer that is her husband. So she gets up and hightails it out of there.
1: We are back to Harry and Sonya, who for some reason must have got her detective badge because she is sitting with Harry going through Jamie's stuff, like just digging through his things. And we find some old pictures and we find the picture of Charlie, who's the kid that apparently beat Jamie up when he was little. And Sonia's looking real, real uncomfortable. She's got a secret. Naked photos of some Jamie. Shh.
0: Not yet. <laughs>
1: she's wondering what it, what's going on here. And he's like, you know, he's killed twice. A close friend and a stranger. He's going to do it again. And he's like, what? So I'm looking for this trauma. This thing that may have set him off in his past. That's put him on this this path of being a killing machine. And Sonia's like, what if there was no trauma? What if it's just a life? a million little things, and sometimes a damn break. He just wants to be seen. Harry's like, what you mean? What you talking about? Because
0: Why do you say that? Huh, 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 huh,
1: huh? How does he want to be seen? Naked in your, in your kitchen? I'm trying to figure that out. <laughs> no. And she says, well, you know, I don't know. Men want intimacy like anyone else, but they're taught if they're vulnerable, they aren't men. And while she's talking, Harry is holding a scout book and patches from like a boy scout or whatever they're going to say this group was that Jamie and this Charlie kid were in. So I'm sure that's going to come back later. That was some foreshadowing. But Sonia ends it with, I feel sorry for all of you wounded little boys. So obviously she's got the idea that Harry is a wounded little boy too. There's a lot of crap in his past. Maybe Charlie beat him up too. We don't know. We don't
0: know. So recommendation letter, Emma now sitting in the classroom, and it's the AP history exam. I remember my AP history exam. My teacher told me I shouldn't even bother to take it. That's how much confidence that she had in me. Guess who got a five, bitch. Anyway, so Jamie is proctoring this exam, and the dean walks in. She's like, uh, what are you doing here? I was supposed to have so-and-so come in here. You didn't get my email he's like oh no must have missed it but she wants him to leave you're not supposed to be here let's take this out in the hall and straighten this out they're out in the hall for a couple of minutes arguing about who's going to be proctoring this exam and why the hell jamie's still hanging around the school and somebody runs out in the hall something's happened with emma oh no recommendation letter emma is convulsing on the floor jamie immediately wants to know was it lisa who's
1: I think it's Lisa.
0: It's always Lisa, and I guess she has taken a lot of Adderall. Medic, call nine one one. We got to get Emma some help.
1: Yes, because Jamie just loves to ruin the poor Emma's life. He's a big, he's a big fan.
0: He is good at it too.
1: Yeah, we're back to another college flashback, and Jamie and Nick are standing on a bridge, and they're looking at the bridge over a river. And they're going to jump, and Jamie doesn't want to do it, but Nick is kind of peer, doing the peer pressure thing. Like all the kids, cool kids are jumping off bridges. Do it, do it, do it. Didn't your mom ever tell you if you jump off a bridge? Anyhow,
0: your friends jump off a bridge. You don't have to well, apparently. You do yeah. in Nick's world.
1: And Nick's telling Jamie, you know, if you jump off from here, right from this notch, you'll fall in the deep water. If it's our fate, then we have to jump. And so he pulls out the old cootie catcher and starts doing it. And Pick a number. or He's like, pick a number or I'm just going to jump. I'm going to jump without you. You're going to feel stupid. The cootie catcher says, jump. So Nick goes for it. Just leaps off the bridge into the water. And Jamie's looking at him like, oh, yeah, um, no. And just kind of sinks to the floor. And yeah, I'm not jumping. I'm not jumping. I'm not doing it today.
0: Recommendation letter, Emma is in the hospital now. And I guess they just have an open visitor policy because Jamie is sitting in the room with her. And she is apologizing to Jamie. Boy, does he have this girl bamboozled about what is going on here because she's saying she's sorry I think we need to change her name to PTSD Emma because yes okay all right new new name PTSD because... uh, but in true Jamie style just like with Leela's affair Jamie's saying oh no this is all my fault everything Jamie takes everything on himself it's my fault right as they are having this argument about who's to blame her mom walks in. And I was expecting her to blow up, but it's way more calm. It's, what are you doing here? You you really shouldn't be here. I think you should leave. And James just gets up and walks out. And I would have been a lot more... I would have grabbed Sonya's
1: shotgun, and he would have been dead on arrival, because they're... mm No. No. Don't. No.
0: And, like, how... Or did she go for that cup of coffee that he had the time to come in there and make himself comfortable he and...
1: had his he had his coat over the chair like he had been there a while
0: the line must have been really long at the hospital Starbucks. I don't
1: know Harry and his is having a conversation with his daughter and I looked up her name because I was curious and what her like character's name is and now I can't remember what it is I think it's oh I think it's Melanie I think it's Melanie because she seemed like an Erica to me but she's a Melanie <laughs> but (laughs) it's
0: like a Karen to me
1: she's mad because Eli told her about how Jamie had stopped by Harry's house and how Harry had socked him in the stomach and he's like I'm sorry that if he was scared and she's like no he wasn't scared he liked seeing you punch him he's like been acting it out for like the last week it's getting real weird
0: you're his hero now yeah
1: and she and she's like I think it's it's a good idea if you don't see Eli for a while It's what I want. And Harry's like, okay, well, Thanksgiving, we're still doing that. She's like, no, I think we're going to spend it with mom. Oh, burn, burn. (laughs) Burn. The next thing we see is Harry sitting at his desk and he's giving Jamie the old ring-a-ding-ding because he knows that Jamie doesn't have any turkey day plans. So he's just going to call him up a minute and (laughs) say, you know what? I'm really sorry about how I've been treating you. I think we should hang out. I'm sorry I punched you. I still think you're cute.
0: What do you say?
1: <laughs> but it's a it's a fun voicemail. Jamie doesn't answer.
0: We are somewhere, a school I'm assuming. This looks like a gym. And it's a silent auction. And wherever this is, Detective Soto is there with the thick pan around the room and there's Soto. And Leela is here too. Leela is talking to two people about her essential oils and if they want to order any blah blah blah. And Jamie walks in and I was like he's going to make this all weird isn't he? And sure enough Jamie, right off the bat is making it weird. He's looking at their bid on whatever she has in this silent auction and he says, "Well, uh this is worth way more than this bid. I'm going to bid it up." And Leila is trying to mitigate all of this awkwardness and they walk away, the the couple or the two people that she was talking to, and he says, "What? What?" Um she's like, uh, "Everybody's staring at you." He says, it's just small town gossip. She says, it's a town that I need to buy my...
1: And you killed two people, not gossip.
0: Yeah, that's not... It's not gossip. Uh, And she knows at this point that he killed at least one because he told her. So the brother in shining armor shows up, of course, and tells him he needs to leave. Jamie's... Having a little hissy fit. He's trying to walk away with Leela. And they're, everybody's talking over everybody. And now Soto swoops in. Soto's going to nip this in the bud. Takes Jamie. Walks him out into the hall. And he's like, you need to go home. You just you need to get out here. You need to go home. They walk into the stairway Soto closes the door and then all of a sudden Jamie is losing his shit in the stairwell he's screaming at the top of his lungs apparently there's just a chair in the stairwell up against the wall he picks it up and starts smashing it more screaming now he's punching the wall Jamie needs therapy and maybe several sedatives for sure and Soto just like walks away like
1: ooh. <laughs>
0: It's like uh, awkward. I'm not getting involved in that. I
1: just wanted to give some money to the Dorchester Tots. <laughs> I'm here with my family. I'll see y'all later. I'm out. Do you hear my my, play, my page, Russell? I'm trying to be quiet. Yes. <laughs> so after his breakdown, Jamie just kind of sits on the floor on the stairwell, and he's thinking back on the good old days in college. You know, back when things were easier. Back when he's eating his Thanksgiving dinner all alone with Nick. And he's, you know, he's sad that he chickened out on jumping off the bridge. And Nick's like, you know, punishing yourself isn't the answer. She's like, I've always been like this. I'm just like my dad. I hate it. Nick's like, you're supposed to be scared. You signed a contract when you were born and you signed a deal with fate. We all did. If you agree to keep living, you agree to accept the terms. One, you're not immune to anything. And two, you can die at any moment. Three, anything you gain in this life, you'll eventually have to lose. And Jamie's like, oh, it's kind of depressing. And Nick's like, it's the th- <laughs> it is. And Nick's like, it's the truth. The crime is pretending otherwise. Expecting the world to be safe and things to stay the same. That's not life. That's delusion. And that's why we jump. You jump because it's terrifying. You jump because you want to live. And Jamie is staring at Nick like he wants to kiss him so hard. Like they are, whoo! Nick's like,
0: Meanwhile, I'm staring at Nick like, I still don't get it. (laughs) I
1: I would have been all in. I would have been one of those people at the party have been like, oh my God, he's so deep. (laughs) Anyone would have nothing to do with me.
0: No, I'd be the one who'd be like, uh huh.
1: I knew a dude like this and I was all in and he was
0: such an asshole.
1: But anyways, (laughs) so Nick's like jumps up and he's like, come on, let's go right now. And all of a sudden they're back on the bridge. And Nick is doing the prickly prayer, prickly pear. And Jamie's like, oh, my God, no way. We're not doing that. And Nick's like, you've you've got, there's no God here. You just have to put your faith in the notch, the notch, you know, from where they're supposed to jump. And Jamie's like, I'm not doing it. In the dark, you can't see the bottom. It's pouring rain. It's pouring rain. rain. This is crazy. Nick's like, "This is your moment. You decide who you are right here, right now." James like, "Do it." James like, "Why do you need me to jump? Why can't you do all this on your own?" Nick's like, "The only reason I was able to jump was because you were there with me." And Jamie freaking jumps. Like, what the hell? He just like whoop, and he's gone into the water.
0: Yay, Jamie, you did it.
1: Yay. And then they kind of flash to Jamie just sitting in his car thinking about all his bad decisions in his life.
0: <laughs> so Soto and Harry are now having a discussion about the chair episode. That's what I'm calling it. The chair, stairwell, Jamie breakdown episode. And Soto is like, you know what, now I get it. I get it now. All the stuff you've been saying about Jamie, I'm I'm in full agreement. We need to get Jamie off the street." Harry says he'd love to do that, but he has nothing. He needs a confession. They don't really have anything solid on Jamie right now. Soto says his problem, meaning Jamie's problem, is that he has no faith, no higher power, nothing that he's answering to. Apparently, Soto has done two tours of duty, which. I'm starting to like him more and more. And he says, when you're out there, you need that faith, that higher power to, what's he trying to say? Kind of like, keep you accountable, keep you, keep you grounded. Yeah. He says, when you're
1: out there staring at nothing, faith is the only thing that will get you through. So if you, I mean, if you have faith that you're going to make it, if you don't have anything, if you're not believing in anything, then you're just staring out at nothing.
0: Yeah. You're just a rock slinging out from a slingshot. Just wherever you land is where you land. So, Soto's phone rings, and it's Jamie, and he's waiting for Harry at the school. Soto says, I'm going to track your phone.
1: At a moment's notice, too. How?
0: Hey, yeah, that, too. That, too. Yeah. Whatever. It's story continuity. Let's just keep going. And Harry says, if you don't hear from me by the time you wake up, come find me. So, I guess he's saying, if you don't hear from me, track my phone, Come and get me. Come save me, Soto. Soda. And Soto's like, well, I was
1: planning on spending the night eating Chinese in front of the computer here at the station. so
0: Yeah, I was, I didn't have anything else on my agenda anyway, so that's great.
1: Um, So, Leela is stress cleaning her house. A, <laughs> I hear you, you Leela. I'm right there with you.
0: I wish I could stress clean. You know what I do? I stress drink. I stress eat. I stress lay on the couch. Please, I wish I could stress clean.
1: Stress cleaning is my jam. I do it all night long. <laughs> so she finds a bloody Kleenex in the trash. And it's and she picks it up because she's a smart girl and she's over a shit. And she puts it in a Ziploc. And it's the Kleenex from when, an earlier episode, after Jamie has killed Kyle the Mentalist, there's a little bit of blood on his ear. And she points it out. And he says a mosquito got him. But that's not mosquito blood. That's Kyle blood. Mm-hmm. It's Mentalist blood right there.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. So Harry pulls up to the school, and Jamie is waiting with open arms. Like, hey, girl! Hey. hey! They fist bump, hug a and Jamie says, "Things are becoming clearer now." Don't exactly know what what that means, but Harry apologizes again. Man, Harry, good <laughs> lord! <laughs> and Jamie's like, "Oh, it's okay. I I know you were just scared." And Jamie says. I realize I've been doing things all wrong. I've been trying to go backward, trying to fight what's happening. Nick said I needed to accept the fear, and then something new opens up. The one guy I need to talk to is the one guy trying to lock me up. He says, you're trying to solve me. And I know you want the same thing I do. He knows that Harry... Wants to bang him. Wants to bang him. Well, obviously. (laughs) But is also a little loco and maybe needs this kind of fear and this ubermitch or whatever. Uh, he says, you need to step into the ab- abyss to find some kind of relief. He can tell Harry's a tortured soul. Harry says, so that's what you did with Nick, uh, basically. Jamie says, I want to show you. It won't be easy for either of us, but it's the only way you can understand. So I guess he's just gonna bury Harry or whatever. That's what I have in mind.
1: I said, was he talking about a threesome with Sonia? Because that's where I thought that was going, but it wasn't. So we are in the woods and Harry is following Jamie in his car to the middle of nowhere. And they get out and Jamie is muttering the prickly pear rhyme. And they're walking in the pitch black woods and not point in a flashlight at anything to see where they're going. That's suddenly just bright enough that they can see in the middle of the woods. Because...
0: They've got the, the camera lights. The camera crew's there. It's fine. <laughs> these
1: writers have obviously never stepped foot in <laughs> the woods. Because they had no clue. It's a full moon. Maybe. 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 And so Harry's like, what is this that rhyme that you're saying? James's like, oh, it's T.S. Eliot. It's the Hollow Men. And I had the worst lit flashbacks. Because we used to have to read that all the time. It's so stupid. It's very deep. It's very, it's very heady. It's above us all. Anyways.
0: Oh, see, that's why it didn't stick with me at all.
1: Jamie says, well, Nick would say it. It's about fear. We circle and circle what we want, but we never really reach for it. Oh, and here, we're walking up on this nicely dug grave out How here. So weird. So weird. That it's just sitting out here and nobody filled it in. So weird. And Jamie says, this grave was supposed to be like the one we had in school. It was never about killing anybody. Sure. And Harry's like and Harry's like, oh he's finally gets it. He's like, You buried each other. Jamie's like, yeah, once. Um, it didn't matter who went first. We flipped a coin. The you lay down in the hole. We put boards over top of you. And then when you feel that first thump of dirt, and then we put you get a pipe down there by your mouth so you could breathe. And at the necessary time we dig each other up. And Harry's like, Well, what's the necessary time? Yeah. Jamie's like, Oh yeah, four hours, eight hours, ten hours six weeks you know. <laughs> yeah. you know, it's, it's all good and Harry's like so you did this to see what it's like to die and Jamie's like no we did this to touch the void man it's only then we see past our delusions we did that for each other and now I want to do that with you
0: can't they just paint their nails like normal right? girlfriends gosh.
1: have a beer together gosh watch the football he's like I know you wanted to do it and Harry's like, why? Jamie's like, I want you to experience the freedom you feel when you push past the fear. Harry's like, I dig you up. I know I would. But what guarantee do I have that you do the same for me? Because, um, yeah. That's I a know, valid point. Harry's doing some crazy shit, but he's not that right. stupid. And Jamie's like, the whole point is to witness each other. So be there for each other. I can't do this alone. And it goes in... Thinking back, that's the same the thing with. Yes, says the I was bridge. just getting
0: ready to say that. He said the the reason I can do this is because you're here.
1: Right, right. I, I think it's more of I'm impress you. I'm impressing you. I'm doing this for you, kind uh-huh. of deal, which is so stupid. I don't know. James, like here, I wrote down my confession for both murders. You can take it, put it in your pocket, and if I leave you down there, your colleagues will eventually find you and dig you up.
0: For a hundred years, they'll find his mummified remains.
1: Right. But if I do dig you up, you can burn
0: it. <sighs> Why are you doing this? I and don't, I don't get it.
1: I don't know. But all I can think about is that this grave is on Sonia's property. She has all these cameras. How is she not noticing this grave? Them doing this she's out here. She's busy painting. But anyway,
0: she she's waiting for she's waiting
1: for Jamie to appear and look up at her camera fifty she's times. She's making
0: all those paintings but, that make an appearance in episode seven.
1: Yes. And Harry's like, why are you doing this? I could refuse to burn this confession. I could screw you six ways from Sunday. And Jamie's like, I'll take the risk because after this, you realize a confession doesn't matter. So he's like, so he says to Harry, you flip heads. I go first. Tails, you go first. I was like, do not take his coin, Harry. You know, it's, it's tails on both sides. So Harry flips, of course, and it's tails. We all knew Harry's getting down in that, co- in that hole, and he's getting covered with the wood, and the dirt's thumping on top, and I am so claustrophobic that this entire scene made me want to rip my face off, and Jamie says to Harry, you know, here's the pipe, Jamie's like, keep the pipe near your face, or you'll run out of air, and you'll die, <laughs> okay, and Harry's like, okay, um, and he's holding onto that pipe for dear life, and he looks at his cell phone, and there's no service in the grave, Harry, there's no service, nope. <laughs> so... And but I was thinking he could do Facebook, maybe he could do something else that he's got data for or whatever. And then I just said, what if he has to pee? You know, he's peeing on himself in that hole. Yeah. And you know, the, and then the dirt's stumping down, the dirt's stumping down, and that boards are getting tighter on his on his face and he's freaking out a little bit. All of a sudden the pipe gets ripped away. So the air pipe
0: oh, is gone. Snap. And that is the end of this episode. Oh no, Harry. I mean, you know that Jamie's gonna dig Harry up, but I have some concerns for Harry right now. I don't think Harry is stable enough for this little experiment.
1: I mean, Harry likes pain. We know that from oh, season yeah. one. he liked? He had a woman that walk on his back in high heels because he enjoyed the pain. And I don't know, dude. Harry's this a is, messed this up. Is
0: panic though, and I don't.
1: Yeah, this is way worse than. I could do the high heels. I cannot be put down Absolutely, in a hole.
0: Absolutely not. No, no. no,
1: no I would much rather jump off the bridge into the water that I couldn't see the bottom of than go down in the
0: hole. I don't know that I could do that either because I, I really don't like deep water, especially water I can't see. It.
1: Yeah, I went down in mammoth caves for a spring break. Big mistake if you're claustrophobic. I got down there and wanted to die. So, uh, well,
0: see, yeah. I went to this place, it's called Ruby Falls, and you go in this elevator, and it keeps going further and further and further underground, and my heart was just racing. I was like, when are we going to get to the bottom of this thing? But then you get into the tunnel, and you take the tunnel all the way to the end, and it's supposed to be this rushing waterfall. Well, when I went, it was barely a drip because we were having a drought. Just knowing that we were going further and further underground, maybe that's what I'm really afraid of when we talk about this burying thing is being underground I
1: don't like that. We went into the, if you go to Mammoth Cave like they have the the historic tour which is it's like the big opening it's like the huge football field size opening, whatever, and you go in there and it gets smaller and smaller as you go and there's one part that's called the Fat Man's Misery and it's like two inches wide and you have to like get squeezed through it and okay, that was bad enough. So we did all that I got out of that and I was already kind of like heart racing breathing hard and then we I don't know if we went and got lunch or something and we came back and we had another tour that was the domes and dripstones, where you go in and it's even deeper and everything's wet and slippery Ugh. but you walk you walked in and it was like walking through a closet door and it's immediately dark and there's metal stairs going straight oh. down and they're oh. and they're wet <laughs> and so I had I had my kids with me and I'm hanging on to them for dear life so I couldn't hang on to the rail because I'm afraid they're gonna slip and die mm-hmm. it was awful it was awful and then they get to the point where they're like okay now there's the point where you can go even further down into the thing or you can go up now and i ran (laughs) with my kids hanging on for dear life behind me because i was dragging them
0: so uh what's gonna happen with harry i guess we'll find out on episode seven of the center which we'll be bringing to you very very soon and please stick around for our gag reel And we will talk at you later. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Jamie's thing with
1: her, you know, he found... (laughs) It's a Midwest thing. It's just what we do, you know?
0: Prickly pear, prickly pear. What are they feeding you? Okay.